co-create the answers. Far from wanting to show I am the best, far from wanting to command and control, take all the credit, such people get joy when they see a thousand flowers bloom, when they see people that they have nurtured and nourished becoming better than So these are multipliers. When you when your body starts feeling supremely fit in the sense you don't have any aches, pains, you're able to do your activities of daily life very easily and keep going till night and not even feel stressed about it. What happens is your mind really opens up. Then the mind starts thinking that I am now... Then you become supremely confident. You feel very good about yourself because your body is feeling so good at that point in time that you start feeling supremely confident. Don't follow what we actually love and what we have always loved doing. Don't follow our passion just thinking one small little thing that, you know, maybe it will make us financially weak and how are we going to cope up. Another aspect is to all of them, I would say, take the plunge. Take the risk. Hello everyone, welcome back. This is Srikant, your host and chief curator at Inspire Someone today. What's next on IST? Well, celebrating the 10 episodes and my wonderful guests with this special bonus episode titled Flashback 10. And this will be a regular feature going forward. If someone had told me the following I would get when I started this podcast, I would have considered it to be a joke. But not now. Thanks to your patronage and support, Inspire Someone today has amassed some great stats this past 10 episodes. For 2200 downloads, 400 plus followers on the dedicated LinkedIn page and 50,000 plus views and loads of love. All of it has been possible thanks to your support. A sincere and heartfelt gratitude to you, the listener. Flashback 10 marks the completion of the first 10 episodes and a summary of a key takeaways from these 10 episodes in the form of four lessons. Lesson number one, learning. Make continuous learning the cornerstone of professional and personal growth. Key to accelerate forward is continuous learning, be it our professional world or our own self-development. We cease to exist if learning stops. Highlighted themes under learning was Holding Paradoxes from Episode 10, The Best Version of Yourself. As Samuel Majmudar on Episode 5, Let's Play, articulates the importance of being in a state of flow to make learning impactful. And finally, the renowned business etiquette expert, Sheetal Kakkar Mehra, her take on the importance of reading. Listen to them. The third aspect, I learned by observing them that these people were all willing to examine different worldviews. They were able to hold paradoxes. It's like saying, how can I grow the business and yet manage my costs? How can I manage my costs without asking a single employee to be laid off? I mean, they were holding these paradoxes. So most people get lost between paradoxes because it becomes this versus that. 
oh, how can you be employee-friendly if you are excessively focused on returns? Or how can you be focused on returns the other way around? So there are very interesting paradoxes that we are brought up with and we are not able to teach ourselves. So I think these leaders were practicing this and that. You know how you can make your own failure, your own pain, how you can channel that by practicing compassion. Because if you keep worrying about why me, why has this happened to me, you know, you get into depression. But if you say, why not me? And now what can I do to serve others? The whole thing changes. And lastly, I just want to say another quality that almost all of them practice this humility of uh, serving a cause which is bigger than themselves. You see, um, very interestingly, and this is what I tell my students all the time. I said, if you find a sense of purpose in your life and you become the best follower of that purpose, then the world's best followers become the world's best leaders. Let's think about the notion of fun. Okay. And I want, I would recommend to the folks who listen to think about fun, not as fun is not only about having a party and singing and dancing. And, you know, fun has this kind of imagery that comes out. But the way you should think about fun is when three things happen. One, you're fully involved in the activity you're doing. Two, you're deeply connected to the people you're doing it with. That means you're not being left out. You're being included and you're connected. And three, you are pushed just beyond the boundaries, beyond the limits. Being pushed too much is not fun. Being pushed too little is boring, right? So I think if we find a way to have fun, and again, fun has this superficial notion to it, but I'm thinking of fun as what is, I think, also called flow nowadays, right? Find your flow, find that fun. Then it's possible to do whatever you want to do for a long time. So have fun. And read a lot. View yourself as a brand and make investments in, in yourself as a brand. So whether it is subscription to a magazine, books, podcasts, anything that you feel you would like to purchase. And today a lot of it is freely available. A lot of it of course is very cheaply available. So view yourself as a brand and make investments in your brand. That's very important. Secondly, Executive maturity is very important. That means what you're seeing and absorbing and processing, do so with a lot of maturity. Thirdly, listening skills are very important because they help you understand what's happening around you. Once you have got these three in place, it'll be very easy for you to articulate a thought because you have the basics in place. So one, knowledge. Two, of course, please improve your listening skills. And three, whatever information you get, please look at it with a lot of maturity because there's a lot of fake information, data points all spinning around. So whatever information you get, look at it with maturity. So three elements, and that will give you all the data points and the skills that are needed to articulate an intelligent, crisp thought which you can share with your audience. The greatest personal and professional satisfaction is when we help others and see them soaring high. Many of the leaders on the show are thought leaders in their chosen field. And in this section about leadership and helping people grow, we have Kabir Jha talking about leaving a legacy and Rajiv Dubey sharing insights around 
creating a multiplier effect. Listen to these great thought leaders on lesson number two, leaders and leaving a legacy. Where I uh, sit and reflect, for those who are at the top, think beyond yourself. Just by ensuring that you are safe and protected, don't quash people under you. Grow more people. And when you grow more people, your reputation will grow. And when your reputation grows, everything else will follow. So be a lot more large-hearted. Be willing to be vulnerable. You know, give more visibility to your teams. You know, bet more aggressively on, on younger talent. That's what I would tell them because now you're playing for your legacy. You're not just playing to a few rupees more. It's easier said than done, but very clearly, I think uh, this is what differentiates people who will be foreclosed and some people who would have made their money but are not likely to be. Uh, so it's a choice that you make. So that's the one that I've called the senior leader. For the younger leaders, I think the important thing is be hungry. Be hungry and be vulnerable to feedback. Seek feedback. You know. Many managers don't give feedback, but I ask a lot of younger people, have you sought feedback? Have you sought feedback from your friends? Have you sought feedback from your spouse? Forget the manager. But have you even asked your manager once? He or she may not be giving feedback. So the question is, when it becomes habit early in your life to accept feedback and therefore in the process you become more vulnerable and you don't say I was a topper at my engineering college or at my business school, it's not going to help you, right? When you get feedback, you'll start processing the feedback without being defensive. And that is why I use the word vulnerable. I think you will prepare yourself better for the uh, days ahead because the days ahead are going to be gray. They are not going to be black and white. Don't look for black and white answers. Multipliers are people who listen, who respect the views of others who don't pretend to know all the answers, but who focus on asking the right questions and then working with their teams to co-create the answers. Far from wanting to show I am the best, far from wanting to command and control, take all the credit, such people get joy when they see a thousand flowers bloom, when they see people that they have nurtured and nourished becoming better than. So these are multipliers. Well, that was Rabir Jhad talking about building legacy or creating legacy and Rajiv Dube on the maximizer, how one can become a maximizer. Well, we have learned it. We know how to leave a legacy, but how good it is if the physical well-being is not taken care of. And that, my dear listeners, is lesson number three, is physical well-being propels all-round development. As the 62-year-old Chandra Gopalan, shared her secret of handling stress and the importance of play in the lives of kids and adults as articulated by Sawmill. So listen to Chandra and Sawmill in this next section. Strength training or keeping yourself fit is not just only for your body. I have learned this long back that when you're physically fit, when you when your body starts feeling supremely fit in the sense you don't have any aches, pains, you're able to do your activities of daily life very easily and keep going till night and not even feel stressed about it. What happens is your mind really opens up. Then the mind starts thinking that I am now, then you become supremely confident. You feel very good about yourself because your body is feeling so good at that point in time. 
that you start feeling supremely confident. And once that confidence comes in, then you're able to do a lot of things. I was able to handle stress so well. I mean, nothing was stressful for me. I mean, all of us have challenges in life. Who doesn't? But nothing Mm -hmm. was ever stressful for me. Work-wise also, I was an entrepreneur running a chain of gyms. It wasn't easy. There are always ups and downs in businesses, as you know. But somehow I felt if I can go out there and conquer a 100 kilometer distance, believe me, when you do a run like that, after a while, your body kind of slows down, it gets tired, it gets fatigued. We are also not machines, we are humans. So we got to keep refueling the body, keep going on because you have trained for it. So you're able to do it. It's physically very, very exhausting. But at the end of it, when you tell yourself, listen, if I could do this, I can probably do anything in life, which nothing should really feel daunting for me anymore. So that is the advantage I feel that I have got out of physical fitness. It's not only running, it's just keeping your body fit and fine. It gives you the supreme courage and confidence to face anything in life, believe me. So we have seen play and sports help with academic outcomes. Uh, We have seen play help get girls more included into community. We have seen play bridge the gap between underprivileged and uh, overprivileged or privileged kids. We have seen play uh, bring disparate communities together. We have seen play help build teamwork, help build leadership. We have seen schools, uh, brands, we have seen brands use play for achieving their goal of engaging with consumers through play. We have seen CSR donors in education achieve better educational outcomes by adding sports as a layer because then kids want to come to school, kids are more focused, they are more engaged, and therefore all the investment they are making on academic, core academic concepts are now, have improved efficacy because at the end of it, if you think about investment in education, it all the investment finally has to come to bear when the child pays attention to what is being taught and the child is fully engaged. If that is not happening, everything else is just superficial. We can build toilets, we can build classrooms, we can build smart classes. The kid is just not engaged, kid is just not energized, kid is just not there. It's all, we're just going through the motions and doing tick boxes, right? It's nothing has happening. But through play and sport, we have kids who are engaged, kids who want to be in school, kids who are able to negotiate with their peers, they're able to understand how to deal with the world, and therefore they have a very positive learning outcome. Let's check along to lesson number four. What good is all inspiration if it doesn't lead you to action? What can we do to shrug off the inertia? Pleasant from our young changemaker Saurabh, who spoke about following passion on episode 2, Creating Ripples. Sudha Sampath redefined the outlook of life and explicitly talks about overcoming fear. The important part of action is to have a growth mindset. That's precisely what you hear from the growth mindset guru, who was our guest in the growth mindset episode, Ram Jeevalat. And that's lesson number four, having a bias towards action. I would say that, you know, there are a lot of times when we don't follow what we actually love and what we have always loved doing. We don't follow our passion, just thinking one small little thing that, you know, maybe it will make us financially weak and how are we going to cope up. Another aspect is to all of them, I would say, take the plunge. Take the risk. The worst that can happen is you would fail. 
there is nothing apart from that you will fail you will rise again you will figure out definitely new ways because once you fail you know those are the things that you would not want to do and you will restart and probably you become you come up with something really you know amazing thing right we all know the story of thomas alva edison in i think if i'm not wrong he said i know thousand ways of not making a bulb we know the story of uh, uh, angry bird right they did not intend to make angry bird but eventually it happened and it became the worst you know one of the biggest games in the entire world so that's that's something that i would you know like to emphasize on take risk until unless you take risk nothing is going to happen and for that all you have to do is just take the first step it's a chore right but it's only when you go through something like this you realized how incredible how valuable life is every minute every second is is an opportunity for for you to reinvent yourself for you to do the things that you love most of us are brought up on a diet of fear to fear what people think to fear what you do but if you replace that fear with love right there is nothing that you cannot accomplish don't fear making changes to your life you have to make it lovingly sometimes you have to make it ruthlessly you have to align to your best and highest version of yourself and that's what i try to live by right my life is my masterpiece and your life is your masterpiece right so you should if you are creating a masterpiece if you're painting a painting you will be so careful about paint you choose the color you choose right where you put it your life is like that it doesn't really matter what other people say or think right i would say just drop that the second thing that really i try to focus on is love and i i know again right when you say focus on love i'm not talking about loving others i am talking about loving myself as a person this was very hard for me right from childhood you are told love others you know be kind to others nobody tells you be kind to yourself right that's a given is what people think i think it's very important to be kind to yourself to love yourself because when you love yourself you will do what makes you happy and the more you love yourself the more you have to give others the third thing that i think i i touched upon in my blog as well is you live your life in your head and therefore when you know that you live your life in your head you need to make your head beautiful you would never throw junk in your house right you would never throw garbage in your hall for example or near your dining table we take such great care to make our houses look clean but when it comes to our head we are constantly loading our brains with stuff right we watch entertainment that borders on violence we consume content that is vulgar sometimes loaded with gender bias and racism right what is the need for it keep your head clean yeah and you know this i know this is easier said than done but do what it takes right like with some people meditation helps them yoga helps them keep removing stuff keep clearing the cobwebs in your head just like how you would clear the cobwebs in your house do it every day right keep clearing it keep clearing it your mind should be so sharp that you're only doing the stuff that you love because life is you know too short life is finite you only have time to focus on the things that you love and nothing else you owe it to yourself the last and the most important thing i would say is be as you as you can be <laughs> now i know it sound a little bit like nityananda here you know that me 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 thing but my take on it is you don't have to be anybody else you just have to be you because you are unique in yourself right so shine your light as brightly as you can embrace your uniqueness embrace your quirkiness and love yourself unconditionally so these four things i try to live by it is not as if a person is always having growth mindset because that itself goes against the tenet of growth mindset right i mean anybody can grow a growth growth mindset also that's very important to remember 
and uh, almost all people at times they demonstrate a growth mindset at times they demonstrate a fixed mindset mm-hmm. what we need to try and do is to cultivate growth mindset more and more so that in majority of the situations you start demonstrating a growth mindset so the default position will be growth mindset in 9 out of 10 situations absolutely yeah what are those uh, three four things that kind of makes it as a growth mindset so uh because a person who is demonstrating growth mindset believes that every experience that they have is something which will add to their knowledge or add to their skill set or expertise growth mindset people are typically very risk taking mm-hmm. whereas people with fixed mindsets they are worried that if they are unable to perform well in a particular task that shows up their inadequacy or their lack of an ability and hence they are worried about taking that step or taking the risk in life so for example i you know i'll give you an example from my own life huh? sure as i said you know i studied in small village malayalam medium school government school and uh, i had no self doubts at that point in time because i had nobody to compare myself with there is nobody else even studying for an engineering entrance exam let alone studying for an iit nobody even knew what iit was so uh, i was at complete isolation and i had all the time to study try problems out become better and better at those things and become really good at solving difficult mathematical or physics or chemistry problems once i got into iit and i got in with a fantastic rank and uh, my entire family was talking about it my extended family in my uh, in my district i think most people knew about me and uh, i became the talk of the town to so to speak so when i got into iit the pressure was on me to continue to perform well mm-hmm. i thought if i don't perform well then it will show up my inability you know my lack of ability compared to the rest of my classmates and i realized that i was pretty average in the class i mean there are many people who are much better at the concepts than i was and because i got scared of that rather than putting an effort to become better i started pretending as if i don't care and uh, i sort of gave up the race and i got into all kinds of habits which finally sort of it that i flunked out of iit for i mean i didn't flunk out of iit i flunked one year in iit and i graduated only in five years instead of four so this is a very classic case of your own success becoming a detriment for your uh, your growth mindset you get fixated on a fixed mindset and then you stop trying out new things so to summarize the four lessons learning leadership legacy taking care of the physical self and bias towards action i hope you enjoyed this flashback 10 if you have any feedback comments feel free to drop me a note and if this can help somebody feel free to share it amongst your network because this is all about inspiring i hope you like flashback 10 that's a wrap for this special episode thank you for your support and wishing you all a wonderful and a peaceful 2021 until next time keep inspiring